For BYU-Idaho Radio, I'm Ashley Chilcutt. In grade school, I used to always hear the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? My 10-year-old answer was usually something like, I want to be a singer like Taylor Swift, but I also wanted to write and illustrate books. The core of this dream never faded, so after graduating high school, I chose to pursue a degree at a local community college. There were so many majors to choose from, and at first, it was super difficult to decide. I have found that the hardest decisions to make are not the ones between good and bad, but the ones between good, better, and best. Though still hoping and wishing that my dream to be an author could be just within my grasp, I chose to be an English major. I'd always made big decisions carefully, but I noticed right away that this decision was raising a lot of eyebrows. But why? Now that I knew what I wanted to be, the you-can-do-anything attitude I remembered from my childhood seemed to have faded. Most of my conversations about my major of choice sounded something like this. In conversation in college, I'm sure you've also come across the scenario of Oh, hey, it's nice to meet you. What's your name? Oh, my name's Caitlin. Oh, what's your major? And you say, I'm an English major. What's the typical response? Oh, so you want to be a teacher? (laughs) (laughs) Always, nine times out of ten, that's what everyone will say. I say, I'm an English major. And they go, oh, what grade level do you want to teach? And I say, actually, I want to be a freelance writer. And they look at me kind of funny and they say, journalism? And I say, no, I say freelance writer. And so it kind of opens up an opportunity to explain that further. Caitlin Harker is an English major at BYU-Idaho. One day, I heard her express frustration about this same issue during our literature class. So I decided to ask more about her experience. Growing up, my parents were always not choosing our major for us, I guess, but They told us that we had to um, choose careers that would be profitable, that would make us money, such as, you know, nurses, dental hygienists, doctors, engineers. And originally here at BYUI, I started off in the nursing program, and I went from nursing to English education to English. And they were not happy with that because they didn't see me going anywhere with it. They didn't think I could find a job or I could support my family. Like me, Caitlin's interest in writing started when she was just a girl. From what I remember, I was pretty young. I started writing stories when I was about four. They weren't great stories. (laughs) They were uh, just drawn with crayons and typed up. But I didn't even know English was a degree until, you know, a few months ago when I made it my degree. I was actually in Brother Head's editing class, and he talked to us about how amazing being an English major was and all the different options. And that class really opened my eyes and I realized, hey, I really enjoy this and I'm good at it. And that was kind of what started that thought process. And a semester after taking that class, I switched my major. After switching her major, she hasn't looked back. I love it. I don't have to take classes that I don't want to. I enjoy learning all of my subjects and I've been able to see how they apply in my life now and how they're going to apply in my career. I know from experience that it's not easy to feel the disapproval of a parent during a righteous pursuit. I had to ask myself many times, 
Are you willing to support your own education? Would God be pleased by this choice? Will this help you to get closer to your dreams? The answers were always unequivocally yes. Non surprisingly, if you bring this topic up to a classroom full of English majors, most of them will start to laugh and offer their many colorful accounts of opposition. I guess we have all learned to accept this scenario as the bane of our English major existence. Interestingly, though, this issue is not exclusive to students. I have experienced antagonism toward the major. Antagonism is probably too strong a word. Skepticism, vocal skepticism about its quality. It's not atypical to hear students talk about how their parents are distressed because they've decided to go into not only, or not just English, but also the humanities in general because they're concerned about employment. And that's understandable. I mean, parents are programmed to be worried about their children's solvency eventually. But there's this great myth out there that English majors are unemployable or starving somewhere or having to settle for some job when in reality there is ample evidence to demonstrate that the return on investment for an English major is much higher than many other majors and, and that we do just fine in the long haul. Darren Merrill is an English professor at BYU Idaho. Professor Merrill explained his theories about. Where English major misconceptions come from? My personal view, and I think that's shared by the likes of Aristotle and Socrates, and if I dare speak for somebody like Cardinal Newman, is that classic liberal arts education not only prepares a person for eventual employment, but more importantly, and this is the kicker, more importantly, prepares them to be good people. Good citizens, responsible pet owners, <laughs> members of the community, whatever. What I think has been lost over the years is the idea, this very simple idea, that the humanities and in, larger, in a larger sense, the classical liberal education is designed to train people for employment in any number of fields. And our major continues to be thinking ahead toward not only a pipeline to teaching or academics or editing or publishing, but to really magnify the soft skills that certainly in today's world are held at a premium. While he has chosen to teach, his profession has always been able to provide for his family. I would like to dispel the myth that somehow or other our major is not conducive to a livelihood, to a happy life. To successful parenting and citizenship and personhood. I told you guys the anecdote of the person who told, who said, who asked me the day I met her, what I was, you know, I think her language was, well, I bet that major's done you a lot of good. My answer was, absolutely. It's put food on my table and my family's table now for X number of years. It's, it's, certainly made me a better person, and I hope it's helped to make my students better people. And I just said, I'm perfectly satisfied. If, if my endeavor in this world has made it better for anyone, then I will count my life a success. People see Gordon B. Hinckley, you know, working for the church once upon a time, then becoming a general authority, then an apostle, and then the prophet – 
And then we find out he was an English major. You know, we, we can all kind of go, woohoo, <laughs> go us, right? Uh, and he had a soft spot for the humanities, as does Elder Cook, also an English major. He has spent much of his time dedicated to helping students engage with literature, history, writing, editing, and just plain conversation about a number of topics. His love for the humanities has only continued to grow as he has spent time at the university. If I can borrow Aristotle's definition of what art is, that it both enlightens and educates. But it's supposed to be something we learn from and enjoy. And, and this, is, this is what art is supposed to do. And so we come in and we realize we can learn from this. And if I dare get scriptural for a moment, we can prove something and hold fast that which is good and do it at the same time that we enjoy it. Mm-hmm. How many jobs do that? How many worldviews enjoy what they're doing? This has been something that I have enjoyed from the very beginning. I enjoy ideas, whether I am fooling myself or not. I enjoy the fact that I think what an English major does in the world is to make it better. Idaho Magistrate Judge David Hunt visited the university in the fall 2022 semester to give words of encouragement to students pursuing English. So how has my study of English prepared me for this profession? If I were playing a video game called Lawyer, which I'm sure would be a bestseller, I would choose an avatar with high stats in reading, writing, speaking, critical and analytical thinking, creativity, and empathy. In short, I would choose an English major. Judge Hunt was adamant that his degree in English gave him a leg up in law school because of the skills he had learned to develop. He also capitalized on the versatility of the major by inviting students to find their calling. The real question is not whether there are jobs for English majors, but rather which of those jobs is your calling. The object is not merely to choose a job, but to find work that chooses you. That is, to flourish. To flourish is to live in a purposive way, where the purposes we live for are the ones that fully engage and express who we are, as characterized by our most central talents and abilities. Even if you're still having a hard time understanding the value of the major, just know that the need for writing is all around you. From your morning paper to the instructions on the back of a brownie box, someone somewhere compiled and presented that information just for you. In his iconic poem, The Road Not Taken, Robert Frost illustrates a woodside dilemma we can all learn from. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, And sorry I could not travel both and be one traveler. Long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other as just as fair and having perhaps the better claim because it was grassy and wanted wear. Though as for that the passing there had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black. I kept the first for another day. Yet, knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference.
as a proud BYU-Idaho graduate and English major, I wish you all the best in discerning between any two paths set before you. For BYU-Idaho Radio, I'm Ashley Chilcutt.